Welcome to Rise Resolute. If you are open to being inspired by gritty women who have pushed through difficulties and finding motivation in the way we are all connected, this podcast is for you. I am so excited to have Crystal Antilla with us today. She is a lawyer, she is a runner, she's a fitness enthusiast, she lives in Canada, and she's going to tell us a little bit about her journey. So I'm so excited to have you, Crystal. Welcome. Thank you. Hello. (laughs) If you would start by giving the listeners a little intro on you, Crystal, that would be fantastic. Okay. Um, Well, as you said, I'm a lawyer. I've been practicing criminal defense law in Manitoba, Canada for about 13 years now. And I am a longtime lover of fitness. Um, Most recently, I've really gotten into running, but uh, my love of fitness has really crossed over a number of uh, different areas and sports over the years. And uh, yeah, that, that's sort of my focus now is, is running. I have a, a son who's four years old and uh, is obviously the light of my life. Oh, I can relate to that. Um, I don't know if you've listened to the podcast in the past, but I have four kids. I can totally relate <laughs> to that statement. I love it. Um, okay, yeah, awesome. Uh, you have your hands full. I do. My hands are full. That is true. Um, all right. So before we jump into the interview, we're going to start off with a quote that Crystal has selected, and it's a fantastic one. So I'd like to share that with you now, my gritty listeners. And the quote is this, our happiness depends on the habit of mind we cultivate. And some of you might know that Dina Castor said that she's a fantastic and very inspirational runner. And I'm looking forward to hearing about how that applies to your journey, Crystal. So fantastic quote to start us off. And um, let's jump right in. Um, Crystal, if you would like to share with us some of the challenges that you faced, um, that would be fantastic. Sure, sure. Um, I mean, obviously, I face the same everyday challenges that every other uh, person, woman, mother faces, uh, but most notably in my life, uh, I would say that um, I did have one uh, battle with depression a number of years ago. That was, um, you know, it it certainly hit pretty hard and and was something that was really difficult to get through. Um, And uh, it really hasn't been an issue now for me for many years, but uh, but certainly stands out as being um, sort of one of the battles that I've that I really have had to uh, uh, deal with over the years. Yeah, I got you. And I know that this is something that's very relevant for many people out there. So I'm I'm looking forward to hearing more about how you were able to kind of overcome that. And I know that you live with it always, but overcome and continue to go on and live a joyful life. Um, I do want to touch on something else that you just said that I think is really great too before we jump into that piece. And that's that every... Every day we all face challenges, and I think that's important to kind of um, bring to the forefront because there are little things every day that, that we have to get through, and I think that if we realize that everyone is going through their own own daily struggles, um, it help, helps us to have a kind heart for our fellow travelers, our fellow women. So I like that you said that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, tell me a little bit about, you know, what you went through because I know it can be powerful for other the, others out there who might be struggling with depression as well. Did you, um, did you feel like you had to cultivate cultivate something within you, Crystal, to get through it? Did you seek professional help? If you'd like to share anything about the treatment you received, yeah. I think that'd be great. Sure, sure. I mean, I guess it was a combination of those things, really. Um, it was right around the time when I was um, just graduating from law school, actually. And, you know, it was a time when 
in theory, it, it should be this really wonderful, happy, exciting time. You know, you're graduating, you're about to start your new life, new practice of law. You know, I've got a great job coming up and all of these things that are, you know, were supposed to be really great things uh, going on. But instead, I was sort of feeling almost like confined and, and um, really stuck in this, uh, in this sort of dark period of depression for some period of time. And, and ultimately what got me through, I'm, I mean, I have a super, super supportive mom and uh, she was my rock and, you know, that's who I turned to and would basically be calling her multiple times a day. Uh, I remember I had this period of time where I had about three weeks off for some reason where school was done, but my job wasn't starting yet. And um, and it was just, it turned out to be like probably the worst thing that I had that, that break because it just gave me so much time to to be dwelling on everything that was that I felt was was so wrong and or so bad, and, uh, and I would call my mom over and over again, and she was just there, like unconditionally supportive, you know, do anything she can, and uh, and really she's the one that that kind of uh, I think made some calls and found a like a counselor or a therapist type person for me to go and speak to, and she said, you know what, I, I'm I'll cover the cost, like I just want you to talk to someone and reach out. Um, so yeah, I did. I did um, end up going in and seeing. Again, I don't know if you'd call them a counselor or a therapist, but either or or both. Um, and uh, and then also uh, going to my doctor. And I I did ultimately end up taking medication for it uh, for a number of years. But but really, those are the combination of of things that that got me through. My mom and uh, uh, and a therapist and and medication. And you know, those can be things that are hard. I think for some people to reach out for or to even admit that they've had to rely on. Um, but I, you know, I'm not ashamed to say that, that those were things that helped me significantly and, and allowed me to turn things around again. Yeah. Well, I think there's a couple of things to chat about and, and what you just said. First of all, um, I think it's really interesting because you mentioned that this the onset of the depression happened at what seemed to be a great point in your life. But I think sometimes mm-hmm. we just have all these expectations assigned to certain pivotal moments like that in our lives. And it actually can make those moments more challenging. Um, and, yeah. and so many times I think, you know, what seems like it should be a wonderful time is not. And we are afraid to admit that it's not a wonderful time because you know we there's a stigma attached to you know saying that we need help saying that we're depressed especially in what should be a happy time I know that um, postpartum is another time like that when it can be very difficult so um, I like that you brought that up and I think it's important for our listeners to realize that this happens um, at any time of life and sometimes when it seems like the brightest time it can be the darkest Um, and then I like yeah um, I like that you were talking about your mom being there for you unconditionally Um, I, I think that that's really powerful I think that it relates to what we can do for other women in our lives as well, um, you know, be mm-hmm. it friends or you know family members, to be there for someone in their time of need unconditionally and support them is a true gift. And um, I'm so glad that your mom was there to do that for you. And yeah. finally, yeah. I like that you um, address that. You know, you are unashamed to admit that you needed help. You needed, you know, you needed to talk with a professional. You needed the medication, and um, and it helped you to get through. And so I think it's really powerful to put that out there that it's okay to ask for help and to accept help, and that it, you know, it doesn't mean that you're weak or any of those things. It just means that sometimes we need a little extra support to get through, um, you know, the dark times in our lives. So I love that you're able to share that. You know, that's what 
you did. And hopefully that will encourage others to be unafraid to also step out and take action, you know, if they need to. So um, very awesome. Um, Was there something, I know your mom said, you said your mom was amazing for you. Um, Was there something specific that she or someone else said to you, Crystal, that you remember that was really powerful at the time? You know, I don't think that there was really any one thing. I think it was just the fact that she was just sort of there. Like, I think it's hard for people don't necessarily know how to handle someone who's dealing with depression. And like you had kind of touched on, you know, when it's when it happens during these these high moments in life, like finishing school, starting a new life or just having a new baby or, you know, those types of things. People often say, but you've got everything. Look what you have. Or, you know, life is so good for you. And. Um, you know, luckily my mom wasn't saying those things. She was just, she was just there. She was just kind of ever present and, um, and just kind of prepared to listen to me and let me cry because there was a lot of that at that time. So, um, so really that's, that's it. It wasn't just one, uh, phrase or one moment that, that stands out. It was just kind of her, her ongoing presence. And, and I should say this was all over the phone because at the time my mom was, um, we weren't living in the same community. And so, you know, a lot of this was over the phone. I think it was hard for her um, knowing that she wasn't right there, but, but, um, but she's really the one that pulled me through. That's awesome. Yeah. And the fact that she wasn't even living in the same town. I mean, that's pretty incredible. You've got an awesome mom. Um, I do. I I like that you talked a little bit about how people can be on the outside looking in and they can say, I don't understand this. You've got everything. And, um, and that's, you know, that's where I think it's really important for all of us to remember. There's another quote I really like, and it's that everyone you meet is fighting a battle you know nothing about. So be kind always. Um, And so it's really easy to sit on the outside and look in at somebody's life and say, oh, they're perfect. They have everything, you know, how could they ever complain or whatever? Um, but we, we really need to, to refrain from doing that because we may not know about the internal battle someone is going through. And so I think it's really, that's a great thing to recognize as well as we as women go out and try to support other women, realizing that we may not know what's going on behind the scenes. Um, and so just accepting that and, and, and being kind always, um, not knowing what someone's going through. So I liked that as well, for sure. Um, is there anything that you feel like as you were going through this, Crystal, if you could look back and tell yourself something, um, is there something you wish you would have known at the time um, as you were struggling through the bout of depression that would have helped you? I mean, I think I deep down knew that there was this light at the end of the tunnel, and I, I think I always assumed that of course I was going to get through it somehow but but really to maybe be more confident in that like that would have really helped knowing that hey you know I've got the tools within me to be able to to really right the ship so to speak and and get things back on track and you know I was fortunate in that even though I was was struggling I've always been someone that can put on a pretty brave face. So I was still able to go out and, and work and, and do all the usual activities. It was just more the, you know, maybe the additional socializing and stuff like that, that I kind of pulled back from at the time. But, but yeah, just knowing that I had the tools within me to get through it and, and that I, you know, would get through it. Yeah. It would have been nice to kind of have a a bit more faith in that in the moment. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think we all go through that too. And, um, a lot of us, 
you know, wish that we would have more faith in our inner strength at, at certain times in our lives. And I like that you said that you realized you had all the tools within you to get through it. Um, I had another interview a while back and she was saying um, how she realized at one point that everything was there. She just had to tap into it. And I felt like that's in sort of the same vein as what we're talking about now. Um, you know, we all have this strength and power within us. And sometimes it just takes that struggle to help us find it, you know? And so if there's ever a silver lining, it's that, you know, we find our strength and we find, we find those tools we never knew we had, you know? Um, yeah. And I mean, it kind of ties into the quote that, that, um, you'd read from Dina Castro at the beginning of the, uh, of the show here. Um, you know, our happiness depends on the habit of mind we cultivate. And and I think that a lot of it is, is sort of being able to shift something in your mind and shift the way you approach things and, and shift the, the outlook on things. And, and that, I mean, once I kind of got through the, the darkest points of the depression, you know, being able to really turn my mindset around. And, and to be honest, that part of it only maybe came into play in the last, I don't know, five or six years or so, but instead of looking at things as like, oh, I have to do this or, you know, like running, for example, which is a passion of mine right now. I, you know, a lot of people say, oh, I have to go for a run today because I'm training. And, and I try to look at it as I get to go for a run. That's right. Like I have, yes. I, my body is powerful and, and I can run and this is a great thing and it's, and it's good for me and it's healthy and it's a, you know, great way to set a good example for my son. And, you know, so trying to kind of just shift every little um, thought in your head into something more positive, it has been uh, a huge game changer for me. Absolutely. I love that. Um, I think the shift of mindset is so, so true. It's so powerful. And what I'm hearing too is just sort of shifting to that place of gratitude and, you know, just being grateful for the things in your lives and the, and in your life and the capability that your body has. And, um, I also, I, you know, I want to go back to something else that you said about socializing and sort of, you mentioned that you're good at putting on a happy face. And I think that happens for a lot of us out there. Um, you know, we feel like we just need to put on that happy face, but sometimes letting, friends in, letting family in to what's really going on can also make a big difference too. Not that we have to focus on it or dwell on it. We can still have our shift in mindset, but getting real and getting authentic, I think can be very powerful too. Um, and letting people in when we do need help. So I like that. The access, the support that, that would be there. I mean, if you're, family or friends or colleagues or whoever it is, if they don't know that you need help, they're not necessarily going to be offering it, right? So, so true. Um, yes. They would so be true. there in a heartbeat to help you if they knew you needed it. So, so you know, it, it can be um, a, a really big thing to just say, like, I'm, I'm struggling or I, I need you for this or even if it's just small things like hey just come over and have a cup of coffee with me because I'm you know I'm having a, a rough day or whatever absolutely I know I love that my, my husband always tells me I'm not a mind reader you have to tell me what you need yeah. and it's true yeah. you know I mean you have as to much give as we'd like them to be. that's right we would like that wouldn't we but we have to give people the opportunity to understand where we're coming from and you're so you're so right about that um absolutely so um, tell me a little bit more about your running and when you get out there to run. I know you mentioned that you, you know, you're you have the gratitude in the moment. Does running also bring you um, joy and happiness and um, connection? Yeah, yeah. I feel like running has really given me a lot of gifts. I, I mean, it's something I've done in the past, like many, many years ago, and and really only got back into it in the last couple of years. And um, and yeah, like that time is so. 
uh, invigorating for me, um, and it really allows me to, um, I don't know, just sort of recharge. And uh, obviously, it's it's great for the fitness and everything else, but but it, it gives me so much. It gives me um, excitement for my day. It, it lets me feel uh, powerful about what my body can do. Uh, like I said before, I, I love that it's setting a good example of, of, you know, having a sort of healthy, positive lifestyle like for my son. Um, but it also, I once a week I go and uh, run with a running club in my community and, you know, having those connections has just been amazing too. And once I kind of opened the door to doing that um, and took running away from being what previously had been really like a, a solo activity for me, um, it's it's become something totally different now. And, and I have these um, running connections that um, mean so much to me now. And um, so it, it gives me a lot for sure. I think that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's important to put that out there, um, you know, for our listeners who may, maybe aren't involved in any kind of athletic pursuit at the current time, how beneficial it can be on so many levels mentally and, you know, the social connections and, you know, the peace that we get and the invigoration, the way we feel powerful when we exercise and move our bodies. I just think it's really powerful. And I know there's a lot of research out there, too, that shows that exercise can help combat depression. So, um, yeah, I think that, um, I think if you're not out there moving your body listeners, um, this is my plug to you to get out there and give it a whirl, uh, because it can do great things. Yeah. Yeah. So many people really like to say, well, I don't have time or I don't, uh, you know, I'm too busy. Um, but I mean, we're all busy and we've all got the same number of hours in our day and, you know, carving out that time is, so crucial for me and I think you know really for everybody to to feel good about yourself and feel healthy and you know I wake up an hour earlier than my son just so that I can get a run in on the treadmill at home before he even gets out of bed and uh, yeah it, it would be probably nice to get that little bit of extra sleep but I feel so much better when the run is over than I would have if I got that extra hour of sleep, that's you know? Right. So, that's right. I love that yeah. encouragement. Um, I think it's fantastic. Um, all right. So before we wrap up, I know we already just kind of encouraged everyone to get out there and, and exercise, but mm-hmm. are there any other words of encouragement that you'd like to offer other women who are going through um, a similar bout with depression or some other challenge in their life at this time? Yeah, I, I guess I'd like, I had kind of touched on that. You've got all the strength inside you that you need and just, sort of dig deep and access that, um, reach out to supports if you need them, because you might not feel in the moment like you have any, or you might feel alone and isolated, but there's always support there. And it's so important to access that and, and to get help because you're worth it. Everybody is worth it. And, you know, whether it's to be a better mom, a better, you know, partner, a better uh, employee or whatever the situation is, even just to be better for yourself. I mean, that should be motivation enough and, uh, and really get out there and, and get, get whatever help you need. Um, get active because like you said, that makes such a big difference. And when I was, you know, really, um, struggling with depression at the lowest point of it, I really wasn't at that time going to the gym or working out as much as I had been. And I think that that would have made a big difference. And when I did get back into it again, it made me feel a thousand times better. Yeah. Awesome words. I love that. Okay, Crystal. So if um, our listeners would like to follow you, would you like to give them um, your Instagram information if they want to follow your journey and be inspired by your running? 
sure, sure. Uh, if there's inspiration to be had, um, <laughs> my <laughs> my Instagram is legally fit crystal. Awesome. Um, and I assure you there is, and especially now that they know about your journey, um, I think that you're going to find that you have a lot of people interested in following it. So um, I'll leave you with yeah. this, my listeners. Um, you know, Crystal said something a few minutes ago, and I thought it was really powerful. She said, we're all busy, but we all have the same number of hours in our day. So I ask you, listeners, what are you going to do with your hours? Um, how are you going to choose to spend them? Um, and I encourage you to um, cultivate the state of mind that that brings happiness and joy to your life. Um, adopt the shift of mindset that Crystal's talking about. Choose gratitude. And uh, we believe in you. Connected, we can rise. Connected, we can rise.